Welcome back to Global Maritime News, the podcast, bringing you the most impactful news reports and analysis across the global shipping and supply chain industry over the past half week. I'm Levine Tan, your host, and as of Sunday, the 13th of March, 5 p.m. Singapore time, these are the major stories. First up, Maersk seals green methanol supply deals to power 12 container ships. On Friday, Maersk announced its strategic partnership with six companies to increase the global production capacity of green methanol by 2025. Next in the podcast, we explore why dry bulk Cape size spot rates reach 2022 highs as Europe turns away from Russia for coal and other commodities. Next, shipping companies withdraw crew from ships in Ukraine, leaving them abandoned and unmanned. This comes as the IMO calls for safe corridors to be created in the Black Sea for shipping. And later in the podcast, we cover how Habak Lloyd acquires African-based DAL container liner business, thus strengthening the German shipping company's presence in Africa. Starting off on Friday, Maersk announced its strategic partnership with six companies to increase the global production capacity of green methanol fuel by 2025. This will help to fuel Maersk's dozen of 16,000 TEU dual-fuel container vessels that use carbon-neutral methanol. These ships are currently under construction by Hyundai Heavy Industries and are set for delivery in 2024 and 2025. The companies involved in this strategic partnership are Denmark-based Orsted and European Energy, China's CIMC Enric, and Green Technology Bank Waste Fuel in the U.S., as well as Swiss-based methanol producer Promen. With increase in production capacity set to have at least 730,000 tons of green methanol fuel per year by the end of 2025, the Danish shipping company says that they comfortably have enough green methanol for these vessels. And once the production capacity is fully developed, this strategic partnership with the six companies are expected to enable Maersk to source green methanol across several regions. Elaborating more on this green methanol deal was Henriette Dijkesen, CEO of Maersk's fleet and strategic brands, who said that to transition towards decarbonization, Maersk needs a significant and timely acceleration in the production of green fuels. Green methanol is the only market-ready and scalable solution available for shipping today. Production must be increased through collaboration across the ecosystem and around the world. And that is why these partnerships mark an important milestone to get the transition to green energy underway. This development comes after Maersk's announcement in January earlier this year to reach net zero emission targets by 2040 throughout their entire company. Up next in the podcast, we understand why Cape size spot rates have been soaring very recently. Well, this is because Europe has stopped importing coal and other key dry commodities from Russia due to their conflict with Ukraine. Reflecting this development was the Cape size 5TC, a spot rate average across five key trading routes, which spiked 64% over the past seven days as sanctions against Russia were implemented. The rates reached 22,195 US dollars per day on Friday, a level which has not been seen since December 2021. This spike was primarily driven by the backhaul route from Asia to Europe that spiked as countries like Australia are pushing coal to Europe. 
Analyzing this development was the Baltic exchange analysts that wrote in their weekly wrap-up on Friday that the fresh demand in Europe for alternative energy sources other than Europe were answered by coal suppliers globally, hence explaining the change in the various spot rates. Moving on to our next story, some shipping companies have asked their crew to abandon ships that are stuck in Ukraine as a result of the conflict. MT Maritime has evacuated 22 Filipino seafarers from its oil products tanker MTM Rio Grande, leaving the vessel unmanned and moored at Ukraine's Nikatera port. When Russian troops began their invasion into Ukraine on February 24th, the country's ports were effectively closed. At least five of the 140 ships stranded in the waters have been hit by explosions, killing a Bangladeshi seafarer so far. Furthermore, according to people with knowledge of ships in the area, ship owners are grappling with dwindling food supplies and the possibility of a protracted war, as intense fighting and shelling continues across cities in Ukraine. As such, this is forcing some ship owners to ask their crew to abandon their vessels. Relatedly, on Friday, at an ongoing emergency meeting at the IMO, leading ship associations have called for safe corridors to be created for the ships currently still trapped in Ukraine waters, especially as operators continue to evacuate crew and abandon their ships. The urgency of this was reinforced by Kitak Lim, Secretary General of the IMO, in his opening remarks at the emergency meetings. And he emphasized that shipping, particularly seafarers, cannot be collateral victims in a larger political and military crisis. Speaking on this issue was also Guy Platten, Secretary General of the International Chamber of Shipping, the ICS, who said, multiple ships have been hit by munitions, seafarers have been killed and injured, and seafarers of all nationalities are trapped on ships berthed in ports. As such, it is of utmost importance that their evacuation from these areas of threat should be ensured by those states with the power to do so. Moving over to our last story of today, which is about German shipping company Hapag Lloyd, which acquired the container liner business of Deutsche Afrika Linien, in short DAL. This acquisition strengthens Hapag Lloyd's foothold in the African continent, as DAL is a well-established liner operator with four services operating between Europe, South Africa, and the Indian Ocean. Sharing more about the acquisition was Rolf Janssen, CEO of Hapag Lloyd, who shared that Africa remains an important strategic growth market. Particularly for Hapag Lloyd's service offerings to and from South Africa, DAL is a valuable addition allowing Hapag Lloyd to offer their customers a better network and additional port coverage in the region. This acquisition follows Hapag Lloyd's purchase of the Africa-specialized carrier Nile Dutch last year, which also greatly strengthened the carrier's presence and service offerings to and from West Africa, as well as its purchase of the United Arab Shipping Company, UASC, in 2017. And that is all for episode 15 of the Global Maritime News Podcast. If you have listened up to now, from episode 1 all the way to episode 15, I'd like to thank you so much for tuning in and for your support. So as always, if you'd like to comment on this podcast and the topics that we have covered, you can send us an email. The address is maritimenewspodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at Global Maritime News. I'm Levine Tan, your host and creator, and until next time. Goodbye.